but yes, go ahead. Well, we are indeed live, pal. We are. We're coming at you live from our bedroom. It's Tales from the Estate. We definitely might be rusty. Well, hello there. Welcome. It is good to speak to you again. We would like to welcome you to episode 77 of Tales from the Estate. Uh, My name is Drew. My co-host at one time did answer to the name Mountains of Bush. Yes. You know her. You love her. Caitlin. Thank you. That was my nickname in high school. Mountains of Bush. Legitimately, how many nicknames did you actually have in high school? Zero. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been called Kate. I've never been called Katie. Other than like my nieces and nephews, like just mountains of bush, just mountains of bush in Caitlin. Well, if it makes you feel any better, and this is a true story, I did at one time in my life answer to the name Dirty D. Oh God, <laughs> that's so gross! <laughs> like there was a good three or four year stretch where that was my nickname. That's what just people would call out to you. Yeah, Dirty D. Oof. I mean, pass. Although if I would have saw you, I'd probably been like, I want that dirty D. <laughs> well, you're just making assumptions <laughs> as to what it meant. I would hope it meant a lot of things. Well, yes. So we're back. We took a bit of a break. And I haven't really had the motivation to do this. I know. You know couple weeks ago we had our q a episode and that was great and thank you guys again it was so much fun but i you know was away for work and i came back and i just had a feeling when i went you know i've been healthy for three years i stayed healthy through a pandemic i never have had covid knock on wood but you know i spent a week in in nevada And I came home and immediately I just started feeling off. And by Sunday, you know, I just felt crappy. Monday, I felt really bad. And I figured, you know, um, I don't know what this is. Well, I kept testing myself and I kept testing negative. Mm -hmm. So I did not have COVID. But what I did have was literally like flu roulette. It was. I had a different symptom every day. And I remained sick until like today. And I still probably sound a little bit congested. I feel good. Like the past three days, I have not had smell. Like I could taste things. Yeah. But I could not smell anything. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're going to hear him in the background. We're going to do our best, but he's a hungry boy. You know, it's late at night that we're recording this. So they've been sleeping better. So our hope is they'll at least be quiet, but you might hear them whine a little bit. But and then, you know, everything that happened last week and like. We can't just move on. I'm still just so upset and, you know, so it's just been hard to get in the mood to do this because this is so much fun and we have fun and we're going to, but Ethan said something that really just 
kind of put things in perspective for me. And, you know, he said that we just need to keep being the positive influence and that some people rely on that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, thank you for that. Yes. And so that's absolutely that's why we're we're doing this. Uh, and we're going to make it fun. We're going to have fun. So, you know, it's been a little bit. Yeah. But if you'd like, you could follow our show, our show page on Twitter at Estate Tales, where we do a survey says it's been a few weeks. We'll do one this week. Yes. Uh, but I wanted to go over the results of our last one. OK. And so last time we had an actual traditional episode was uh, episode 75 and we did our favorite horror characters. Mm-hmm. So for our survey says what I figured we would do is uh, I would put up a poll. Okay. And so I included um, Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. I included Jason Voorhees. I included Freddy Krueger. And then I said other and leave a reply. Uh, So Michael Myers won, rightfully so, as he should have, with 37% of the vote. Uh, Freddy Krueger was second with 28. Jason was third. And then other was 11%. But we did get some really good ones. And special shout out to Steve Hoker because he put Captain Howdy. And that is a super (laughs) deep cut that only a few people would know. <laughs> but when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, yes, because I love Strangeland. So, uh, Steve, thank you. But, uh, yeah, that was our survey says results. So do you have a random fact? I do. Well. So for this fact, I'm going to take you to outer space. We're going to the moon landings. Okay. Okay. So of the six Apollo missions that landed on the moon, how many bags of human shit do you think they left behind six missions yes how many what's the size of the bag so it just depends on if it was pee if it was poop they left bags of waste on the moon i am gonna say 57 bags 96 bags of human waste were you on any of these apollo missions (laughs) Maybe. I can't talk about it. Okay. But so it's like, and obviously, like, they plan to go back to pick this up to see if, like, the bacteria lives in outer space or what happens to it on the moon. But so when you look up at that moon, just remember, there are 96 bags of human shit on there. Very interesting fact. Yes. I dig it. All right. All right. Well, would you like to do some reviews? I would love to do some reviews. I have a whole bunch to give you because we haven't been able to do this, but I've still been enjoying things. And to the surprise of probably nobody, these are all going to be food related. (laughs) But I have five reviews. Okay. So first review, Mexican street corn Pringles. Yes. A very interesting flavor. So Mm -hmm. Mexican street corn has kind of been um becoming popular growing in popularity so they actually have cheetos that are mexican street really we had them oh you're right we did yeah they're very good maybe we'll have them again and i'll review those but we saw pringles and i was like "Mm, interesting and i was like well for review purposes we have to get these Mm -hmm. so we got a can what did you think i really enjoyed them i really enjoyed them too (laughs) it's kind of hard to they do taste like corn they do and i think that that's the biggest part you know if you've ever had mexican street corn you know what it tastes like it's a very 
eclectic group of flavors. Yes. But they come together and they make a really good, tasty delight. But these are really good. So I would give these like a a 3.95. I was going to go with like a 4.1. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're in the same ballpark. I dig it. So my next review, we have to talk about it. I know I'm late, but the Mexican pizza is back. So on May 19th, the Mexican pizza made its grand return. When I got back from my trip, that was a high priority. So Saturday, I was starting to feel bad, but I wasn't feeling so bad that I didn't want to enjoy a Mexican pizza. So I was letting you take a little bit of a nap. I was taking the boys for a car ride. And I was like, all right, let's do this. But now here's the thing. So here's the life hack pro tip. If you're going to do a Mexican pizza, you got to do it right. So the correct way to do a Mexican pizza is to order it in the app so you can customize it. And so you add nacho cheese and you add jalapenos to your Mexican pizza. And that takes it from delicious to next level. So the Mexican pizza is back. It's better than ever, in my opinion. It might just be because I missed it so much. And I was just so excited to have it again. Uh, But at this point, I've had six of them. And I'm going to give the Mexican pizza with nacho cheese and jalapenos a 4.8. Wow. It is high class. So, big, big fan. So you actually, I gave you some leftovers. You, you did, were kind enough to leave me some leftovers. Yes. So what did you think? So I ate it cold. Yes. <laughs> with the jalapenos and the nacho cheese. Chef's kiss. What would you give it? I'd give it like a four point, like 4.8. Yeah. Cold. Cold. That is legitimate, legendary stuff. Yes. Mexican pizza. All right. So this next review is for Sammy Evans, because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have even known about these because I haven't read anything about it. But he just texted me one morning and he said, uh, well, I won't say what he said (laughs) because it's not appropriate. But he said that the blueberry muffin Kit Kats were real good. And I was like, oh, what was that? (laughs) Blueberry muffin Kit Kats? So you were going to the store and you said, do you need anything? And I said, well, if you see blueberry muffin Kit Kats, will you pick me up one? Mm-hmm. Well, you found them. Sure did. First try. And you brought them home. Sammy wasn't lying. These are really, really good. So I love all the different Kit Kat flavors. I love that they've been doing so many different Kit Kat flavors. I will say, I still think the best one that I've had is the Fruity Pebble, the Fruity Cereal one. Yeah. But you know how I feel about Fruity Pebble stuff, the syrup, everything else. Yes. It's I just love Fruity Pebble stuff. But this would be a close second. So I would give these a 4.6. Okay. They're really, really good. They are really, really good. Like I like the lemon one. I like the pumpkin pie one. I like the apple one. Yeah. These are better than all those. Wow. Really, okay. really good. Um, so I do. I. It would be against my moral code if I took a trip anywhere near Las Vegas, Nevada, and I didn't at least talk about the food. Yes. Because to me, the food is one of the best parts of Vegas. The gambling's fun. The entertainment's fun. The atmosphere, people watching. Hard, top tier. Hard top. But the food is is what speaks to me. And, you know, so where I was at was a town called Henderson. And if you don't know, which nobody besides Jason would, 
it's about 30 minutes from Las Vegas. It's about a 30 minute ride from, from the strip. So my whole week was, was booked. We didn't go anywhere near. Well, the last night <clears throat> we did go downtown to uh, Caesars. Well, the mall attached yeah. to Caesars to have dinner at Carmine's, which mm-hmm. is an Italian restaurant. And I remember seeing this every time I've been in Vegas and it always looked like a old traditional style Italian restaurant. The menu looked really good. So that food was phenomenal. Yeah. So we had, um, as an appetizer, stuffed mushrooms and then roasted red peppers with fresh mozzarella. It's really, really good. And then cheesy garlic bread. And that was thick, you know, perfectly crispy. The cheese was just oh, good stuff. Then they brought out uh, lasagna and spaghetti and meatballs. And those were all the meatballs were gigantic, like gigantic. So good. Homemade. You could tell. And then the main course was chicken parmesan and shrimp scampi, mm. breaded shrimp scampi. Oof. Next level. Oof. And then like an Italian ribeye steak with italian seasoning and a garlic butter cooked perfectly medium rare i could have eaten the whole plate so it was like family style so they just brought these gigantic plates of food i could have just taken that set it in front of me and ate the whole thing all like 25 pieces of steak (laughs) and i wouldn't have felt bad about it it was like as a whole that was a a five-star dinner wow so it made the rest of the food that was not great the whole week worth it. Uh, so big time. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Good. Uh, now it's the other one. I know. Oh, and when boy. he gets going, it's not know. friendly. So we're going to hit pause and I'll come back for, pause my, for, the pause. for my final review. And we're back. All right. So my final review. Let's talk about Arby's. We got the meats. Well, for years and years and years, they have. But in all the years that Arby's has been around, there's one thing they've never done. A burger. (laughs) Well, they decided that they were going to come out in triumphant fashion with Wagyu burgers. So if you know anything about meat, uh, Wagyu is a very high grade of meat. Um, You know, it's a dry age Wagyu beef. It's good stuff. So they said they're going to have Wagyu burgers. Okay. So they have a deluxe, uh, which has all the works and then a special sauce. And then there's a bacon ranch version, which has bacon. I like your special sauce. Yeah, I bet you do. And the uh, bacon ranch, which has bacon and the peppercorn ranch sauce and, you know, all the other stuff on it. Don't make eye contact with the children. So I said, I want to try both Mm -hmm. because I want to review both. So, again, I was taking the kids on a car ride because that's a daily thing. When you go to work, it's just me and these two. And in the evenings, they are less than cooperative. (laughs) So to combat that, we go for car rides. That's right. And they usually, hopefully, fall asleep. But if not, they're at least calm for the most part until they decide not to be. Like today. And then it is hell. (laughs) So, you know, I go through Arby's and I, of course, because I know how they are. And if I stop, like at a drive through they start to get fussy. Mm-hmm. So I try to minimize the amount of time I have to sit. So 
I ordered it ahead in the app, pulled mm-hmm. up, said I got an online order. They said, okay, pull right up. So they had it. I was through. They didn't wake up. Thank goodness. So, you know, I, I tried the bacon ranch first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's foreshadowing. <laughs> so, you know, I take a bite and I'm like, okay, I taste bacon and I taste a little bit of the peppercorn ranch sauce. And I'm chewing it and I'm like, well, first of all, this doesn't taste like Wagyu beef. And I'm like, I can't really tell what it tastes like because whatever seasoning they decided to put on this burger, it's all I could taste. And it didn't taste good. It was like a black, peppery, smoky, I don't know. But it just completely overpowered everything else. And so the texture of the meat is good. It's a thick piece of meat. You're a thick piece of meat. But there's nothing about this that either says Wagyu or that makes me say, ooh, yeah, I'm eating a quality burger. Nothing. (laughs) So I eat the whole thing, and I'm like, that was unimpressive. So I'm like, all right, let me try this deluxe one. So I open it up. It's much prettier looking. It's bigger, you know, because it has more toppings on it. That's what she said. And I see the sauce, and, you know, it looks like a darker Big Mac sauce. So I bite into it, and all I taste is sweet-ass ketchup fake special sauce. And I was (laughs) like, well, this isn't going to be any better. And again, I taste this weird seasoning, and that's all I taste with the crappy special ketchup-based Big Mac sauce. (laughs) And I was like, unimpressed. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I ate it all because I don't waste food. And it was so funny, like, as I was getting ready to pick it up, Romat was like, did you see Arby's has burgers? And I was like, yeah, I'm in the midst of getting them right now. And he's like, let me know what you think. And so 17 minutes later, I texted him and I said, extremely unimpressive. And he's like, well, that sucks. And then I told Travis, because he was really excited about it. And I was like, I tried both burgers. And, you know, he got back to me a little bit later. He's like, sorry, I just saw this. And uh, I was like, extremely unimpressive and he's like damn it and so i told i said still try them so please if you guys have tried this let me know because maybe i just picked a bad arby's i went to the roots i went to the roots town arby's well maybe we will try it again maybe because i would like to try it well maybe you should just try it okay because i have no desire to try it again (laughs) like if somebody said oh, it's really good, then maybe my curiosity would get the best of me. Although, so I've seen a lot of articles that have said, we tried the Arby's burger, so you don't have to. Yeah. I've never read any of them, but all the titles were very... Call me Roger Dorn, because I took one for the team, guys. (laughs) Took one for the team. All right, well, those were my reviews. I liked them all. All right. Well, speaking of burgers, you know what goes great with burgers? Fries. Yes. You know what else does? A cookout. Yes. So while we're on the topic of food, and since we just celebrated Memorial Day, we figured let's do our top five cookout items. Yes. So we are going to do our top five favorite items that are, I guess, cookout staples in our opinion. So some of these may be a little bit outside the box. Some of these might be our own tradition. Mm -hmm. I know a couple for me are, but... I also have, you know, some of the regular favorites yes. in there. So I think this would be fun. Um, I love cookouts. I don't like summertime. Uh, me and Big Underscore, underscore Bane 
are hating life. I know. It was 89 degrees today. I wouldn't know. I can't go outside with these precious children. It was hotter than Satan's ass crack outside today. And I was not a fan. I know. I hate this weather. You came home wearing a long sleeve shirt and work pants. Yeah. I would have worn a polo. Well, sorry. I I was in misery. But when it gets above 70, I'm in misery. You are. But yes, so we are going to do our top five cookout items. Do you have any honorable mentions? I have two, actually. Ooh, all right. Well, I have three. Okay. So you do your two, and then I'll do my three. So my first one is a general blanket of kebabs. Okay. I well, I was going to put that, but I did not end up putting kebabs, so thank you for doing that. Because, I mean, when I make a kebab, I like to put on, like, a good, like, marinated beef of some sort, pepper, whole mushrooms and pineapple and that's where it all comes together is when you add that pineapple in there okay so you add like you know i don't we're big fans of pineapple yes in this household so but oh yeah all right we're doing like a shrimp skewer kebab yes that's a good one too what's your second one um s'mores oh i did not have that either so you know when you go to a cookout i mean usually it lasts you know late or i mean there's always a fire there's always s'mores i love to put like a reese cup on there let me tell you what i do okay my if i'm doing a s'more so before you start do you burn your marshmallow or no oh yeah okay like you have to yeah char that sucker okay okay so what you do is you take your graham cracker Hershey's cookies and cream and then the marshmallow and they mix together and make like a cookie and cream marshmallowy goodness with the graham cracker good good stuff okay so I like that okay uh so yes I have three honorable mentions what do you got so my first one kid you're gonna need to let me get through this okay your mom and dad we spend every waking minute taking care of you because we love you but we just need you to give us like 12 to 15 more minutes but my first honorable mention is just a blanket chicken okay so some sort of chicken when you go to a cookout you need some sort of chickens whether that's wings whether that is drumsticks whether that's just chicken breast gotta have some sort of chicken yeah okay my second honorable mention Mac and cheese. Ooh. That should be a staple at every cookout. You should have mac and cheese. I don't care what kind, but you should have mac and cheese. My third honorable mention, sausage and peppers. Okay. You have to have sausage and peppers. Okay. I know that's just the Italian in me, uh, but that is like a summertime must for me. I have to have sausage and peppers on a good, good roll. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm hungry. Yes. It's good stuff. All right. Let's get this started. Okay. What is your number five? Salted watermelon. There's always watermelon at a cookout and I prefer salt on my watermelon. If you've never done it, it is good. I'm not the biggest watermelon fan. Oh, I love watermelon. Like I can take it or leave it. I'm not distraught if it's not there, but I'll eat it and I, I enjoy it. What do you, you like watermelon too? Okay. My number yeah. five. Okay, what do you got? Baked beans. Okay. I know it'll be on your list. 
but let me tell you how you have to do baked beans. So here's the key to baked beans. You have, they have to be sweet. So you have to have a lot of brown sugar, but you also have to have a little bit of spice. So you could accomplish this two ways. I'll give you a little secret. First way is to do just a dash of cayenne. Mm -hmm. It's a good way to do it. Uh, The second way, a little bit outside the box, but just a hair of chili powder. Okay. That can add a little bit of zip to it. Okay. Uh, and then the, the second key, or third key is you got to have big chunks of bacon. Ooh. Big, big chunks of fresh. Okay. You, you know, cook the bacon, hand pull it or chop it, however you want to do it. Got to have big chunks of bacon. And that makes really, really good big beans. Okay. Right. What's your number four? So my number four is hobo beans. Okay. So what we call them because hobo beans. Because you are a hobo. <laughs> They're sometimes called hillbilly beans, but I mean, so, you also know, accurate. you know, it has the chunks of bacon, it has the beef, it has, you know, like three different types of beans in it, like, and it's also sweet, you know, with onions and stuff, but oh, they're always at every family cookout. So one of my faves. Okay. What do you got in a, what about? So my number four, I'm going to cheat a little bit. Okay. Because it would be so easy to just say a burger. But to me, and I'm going to tie this in, I don't feel like I've had an actual cookout unless I have a a fresh burger off the grill with Billy's cheesy potatoes. Sometimes I just want to put the cheesy potatoes on the burger. Yes. Yes. But you can do anything. Yes. But you got to have burgers. And trust me, if you guys ever had these cheesy potatoes, you would agree. Yes. She crushes up bits of Ritz crackers on the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. I just love like anytime we do anything, like if we go over there for dinner, she'll make a tray, but she always makes an extra tray for you to take home. Yes. And then I eat the whole tray. That's what, you know, makes her the best. Yes. All right. What's your number three? So my number three is my pasta salad that's what i have too (laughs) okay so explain what is in your pasta salad so in my pasta salad it's you know spiral noodles mayonnaise eggs so but then you take the pickled cauliflower and then you take dill pickles and you take onions and you take and you just mix it all together mayonnaise it is the bomb.com it is my favorite and also with that, because pasta salad is different, macaroni salad. And my dad yes. makes really good macaroni salad. Lots of onion. That's the key to that. Yes. All right. What's your number two? So my number two, corn on the cob. Okay. So I love corn on the cob. Like, I love to buy corn on the cob off season. Down in Strasburg, they actually have a corn festival. So it's like just ears of corn and they have like these vats of like melted butter for you just to like dip your knob in there and you know you are deep in bfe when they have a corn festival yes so uh my number two just one of my all-time favorites deviled eggs Ooh. i and i know that some people are yeah right now yeah i get that that's okay I love deviled eggs. Yes. I will sit and eat like 40 deviled eggs. <laughs> Years are really good. Let me tell you a little secret with deviled eggs. Chop up a little bit of fresh jalapeno and then do bacon bits. And Ooh. put that. 
Okay. Dash of hot sauce, Tabasco on it. Okay. And the key is they got to be very mustardy. Yes. I like them very mustardy. Okay. So, yes. you know, you have the mayo, but heavy on the mustard. Heavier on the mustard for deviled eggs. And then you got to have the paprika too. Yeah. So. I made you deviled eggs the other day. Yeah, and I liked them. <laughs> really good. All right. So I think we may have the same number one. I don't think we do. Okay. Maybe not. Well, what is your number one must have cookout item? A steak. That was not my number one. I know. Mine is a traditional hot dog. There's just nothing. Really? Okay, but talk about your steak. I'm talking about the steak I grilled you. That's where I was leading into this. Okay. So, first of all, I love, I just love beef. I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of people that, you know, animal rights, yada, yada. I get it. I support you. I love me some beef. That red meat, all of it. You give me any piece of it, and I want it in my mouth, cooked uh, many wow. ways. Wow. Anyways, so, you know, for Memorial Day, you know, you, you know, we weren't going to any parties. You were still not feeling well, and you cooked us some steaks on the grill. <laughs> That's right. You actually found some steaks still in the store on a last-minute shopping trip, and we seasoned them, and you put them on the grill. We had some marinated, like, Mediterranean vegetables that were delicious we grilled pineapple with a habanero like buttery habanero like really good, dusting super good it was just fantastic it was a great meal yeah. i i could about 85 percent taste it but it was yeah i cooked it to a really really right in between medium rare and medium yes so it was delightful uh so yeah i want hot dogs because to me it's not a cookout without hot dogs again we've a talked about in it in your mouth uh if you put ketchup on it stop just turn this off i will not verbally abuse you this week a hot dog has mustard chili and onions you can do other stuff but that's the that's way to go said. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yes so that was our uh top five cookout items i dug it all right, you ready to do some shout outs? Shout it, shout it, shout it out loud. All right, you got any shout outs? I do. Oh, all right. I want to shout out my homies at work. I don't think anybody actually listens. Work homies? But, so, you know, I feel like I have been overdoing it at work. Um, I am now realizing that, so I've already fucked up my whole June, but... July is going to be better. I'm going to take more time, you know, for our family and myself in July. So, um, but oh, about 50% of the time I go to work, I usually take one of the boys with me and, you know, everybody, you know, is very supportive and just great. And, you know, they love the boys. So yeah, shout out to them. I like it. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No, I'm just you. I'm glad you're starting to feel better. Yeah, yeah, me too. But yeah, no, that's all I got. Shout out to the kids for sort of being good. That's right. The general consensus was most people don't mind. So uh, I still mind. I don't want to hear them cry on my podcast. But glad you guys don't mind. I will start, as always, with my buddy Tim at a chair shot. You can find him on Twitter. He is the host of Pulling Up a Chair, a wonderful podcast, but even more than that, uh, he's a great person. He has, by no reason other than he's just a 
tremendous person has been searching for formula for us, you know, as people know, nationwide shortage. Our boys had the esteemed pleasure of being premature, which means that they have to have a special kind of formula, although um, they've been doing okay with, with regular formula. They're both great growing boys. One of them, super chonk. So, you know, he probably doesn't, doesn't need any sort of special formula but uh just the fact that he's been willing to do that for us uh means the world and as does his friendship he knows that so uh support tim in all his ventures he supports all of us you know unconditionally and just so amazing so shout out to you as always brother uh breaker and bane hosts of breaker and bane's power hour uh hosts of all sorts of other podcasts like you know it's fake right it was a really fun episode this week so he had on uh a guy he knows named alex warren and he was on the weakest link oh and so with jane lynch yeah oh yeah so it was from this year so we're gonna go we're gonna have to go watch it because i didn't realize there was a new season but there's another season so he's on uh, i think he said season two episode three and he made it all the way to the end but it was so cool to like hear about what that process is like yeah like how you get on the show and then all the different things you have to go through and then even like once they flew him out there he wasn't sure if he was going to be on the show and so that was just super cool and uh, really great listen. So I definitely uh, would recommend that because, you know, most of the conversations are wrestling related and there is some of that. Um, but it, w- it was just so cool to hear about that because, you know, like Breaker and everybody else, I'm a huge uh, game show nerd. So that was cool. And then him and Travis host the TV Toy Cast. And so this week, in a great redemption story travis has corrected all of the wrongdoings that he has had he has now been forgiven of all the atrocities that he has talked about with austin powers because they're going to cover the austin powers figures and i am so excited i cannot wait to listen i have pretty much all of them there are a couple variants that i do have loose but i don't have on card that i would still like to add because the nice thing about the austin powers figures is they're still pretty cheap so you could still find them for like anywhere from 10 to 30 dollars which by these standards being that they're over 20 years old now i'm not bad at all i will give somebody a prize if they can tell me where these are hanging at in our home (laughs) Okay. Well, you heard it there. Uh, I have posted pictures, so if you can figure out where they are. But they have moved. So they used to be in the bedroom. They are no longer. No, they are not. So, so. Yes. Um, I would like to shout out In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. I got to tell you, I am having so much fun listening to their podcast. I am, like, reinvigorated with NASCAR. But you should know that you forever hold a special place in In the Marbles lore because the first question they ever answered was your question. Really? So I know you haven't had a chance to listen. I will play it for you. Okay. Uh, But they answered your question as to what is the most exciting part of NASCAR. Yeah. So, Ethan, when you listen to this, 
I'm going to go ahead and ask my questions now because I've been terrible. I've been saying for weeks that I was going to email him questions, and I never have. So I'm just going to ask my questions on the air. Okay. So I have two questions. I have more questions, but I will start with two questions. So my first question for both of you, because I, I know that you both are fans. So to me, one of the best parts of NASCAR when I was a fan growing up, which was what's the mid to late 90s, one of my favorite things was the NASCAR video games. So what I would like to know is what are each of your favorite NASCAR video games ever? Because I feel like there's a pretty good amount to choose from. I know there were all the ones for like the PlayStation and I think there were some for the Nintendo 64 back in the day. Uh, and then all, you know, like PS2 and three. And uh, so now there's like the NASCAR heat games. So what are your guys' favorite NASCAR video games? My second question. So I know that you uh, both are longtime NASCAR fans. So what I'd like you to do and if it's the same for multiple, that's okay. But I, I want you to tell me your favorite NASCAR driver for each of the past four decades. So the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, and now the 2020s. So who's your favorite driver overall for each decade? So those are my first two questions like of it. many. Maybe I'll ask a question a week and then okay. they can answer it. Uh, but seriously, check it out. Even if you're not a NASCAR fan, just the like, passion and like the chemistry that they have is so fun like soda is to nascar what barry is to wrestling he's like an encyclopedia he just like rattles stuff off and i'm like how do you know that like stuff from the 70s and yeah. 80s and I'm, like it's just it's super cool so check that out so uh shout out to in the marbles uh and then also shout out to eric barry doing the favor uh, fully posable drug wrestling history ring started with rj uh, boot to the face howling with the wolf shout out to jason uh sending you lots of good vibes and uh yeah i think that's our shout outs yeah so thank you to everybody for listening we appreciate you guys you know we took some time off yes but we're back yeah bitches we made it we made it we added a baby to the bed but we made it yeah He's just kind of staring off into space. <laughs> so it's definitely a ticking time bomb. Yes. So at any point he could go off. So that <laughs> is going to do it for, check my notes. Yes, episode 77. Ooh. Ooh. I just feel like the number was wrong. So I'm hesitant every time I go to Aww. say it. But this was 77. And even if it wasn't, it is now. <laughs> so we'll see you next week for episode 78. Be good to each other. Yes. Please do it for us. Yes. Do it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we love you guys. We'll see you next week. And until then, too, too sweet. Psych. <laughs> so when you don't do this for a few weeks and when you're sick, you kind of forget about the dates. So this episode will drop on June 2nd. Well, June 2nd is a very special day. Yes, it is. So June 2nd is my dad's birthday. So I can't start talking about it because I'll get emotional. And there are very few things <laughs> in this world that make me do that, but that's one of them. Uh, but dad, happy birthday. I love you very much. Uh, that guy's my hero. Yes. So, um, yeah. Love him very much. Yes, we do. And Say yeah. happy birthday, Papa. Say happy birthday, Papa. <laughs> so you cry this whole time. But you won't cry when it's time to say happy birthday, Papa. That's good. Maybe you can just sing to him. 
That's right. Uh, but we love you. And so, uh, big seven, too. Yeah. Gare Bear. Gare Bear. Doesn't look a day over 50. Nope. So, uh, we love you. And now, this is the end. And we'll see you next week. It's the end of the world as we know it. And we feel fine.